Hey everybody, this is Richie from the Metal Cell Podcast. First of all, I want to give a shout out to our main sponsor, Rising Sons, the award-winning brewery in Cork. Can you believe it, lads? The show has been sponsored by a brewery. Well, three bro- years of hard graph <laughs> gets you a sponsorship with a brewery in Cork. Rising Sons, um, highly recommend it. <laughs> Not yet. We're working on it. Though. <laughs> There's money, that's Sean, man. Fuck. <laughs> I do only came on board in December, like, so I have the whole of this year to try and get a few beers out of them and maybe host one or two live podcasts from, from there as well. So early days yet. So... For those that don't know, I have Dusk Amadeus on the show. I'm delighted to welcome Zach and Ewan to the podcast. Thanks for coming on, lads. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks Cheers. for having us. Yeah, it's a pleasure, man. Uh, so Ewan plays guitars, throws a few uh, screams and hollers and a bit of vocals as well. And Zach has recently joined the band. Would that be correct? Yeah. Yes. I'm Ewan, by the way. Oh, yeah. Excellent stuff. So it was a pleasure to see, actually. It was a happy coincidence I was up in Belfast because I'm I'm down south, down towards Cork. I don't know. Do you know where Cork is? Tell me you do. Nah. Fuck it. Okay. <laughs> it's the real capital of Ireland. And for anybody that's listening and laughs, fuck ye, it is. <laughs> nice port city. I'll just leave you find out the rest about the place. I got to see you in Belfast. And it was for Crypt of the Riff. What a fantastic night it was, lads. First of all, did you enjoy it? I, oh, it's fucking great. It's yeah. quite a shout out to Jake for putting us on. Yeah. Uh, he's uh, he, he's pals with Sasha from like, uh, I think they were in a band together. I can't even remember what their name was. Oh, wow. So Sasha is the vocalist and guitarist with Jesus, just for people to know. So Jake and Sasha were in a band early days together, do you reckon? Or? Yeah, I can't even mind what their name was, but yeah, they were in a band together. And then we stole her. <laughs> yeah, good acquisition, lads. So did you enjoy the night? I remember watching you. You were the opening band and I literally was just shocked at how good you were. You're a, a new band, I presume. So I don't know how many gigs had you behind you. I, I'd imagine you'd a few. We've been a band for a while and uh, like before COVID. So okay. we've been... Kicking it for a wee bit, and uh, yeah, we've we've been working on this album for a long time, so we're just excited to get it out and then like move on because a lot okay. of the songs that I recorded were from like yeah pre-COVID times, mm. so yeah. excited to get it out and move on. You and even looking at you on the stage that night, I knew that he had played a good few gigs before. Well, that was like what my first ever gig with you guys. And maybe wow. like third time playing with them. So I think we'd rehearsed like twice before that. Yeah, we had, <laughs> we had two very rough sounding practices before that. Uh, the, the spaces we were using were not good. My, my, my amp was like not working and stuff. So I'm glad it sounded good. Yeah, I had a lot of fun playing it. Like I had a myriad of technical difficulties in rehearsals, but then when he finally got up to play on stage, it was great. Man, you, you smashed it. I love watching drummers. You were enjoying it. Like there was a smile oh, on your face. A blast. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I love about uh, having Zach in the band is he just doesn't stop smiling. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, it. I think this is like my first like Doom band that I've played with and I haven't played like metal in a couple of years. Oh really? And, uh, okay. I got really excited about it. I was so it was so gassed to play the show. <laughs> yeah, class. And um I think how many songs did you you had around five or six, was it? 
I think it was six. Uh, right. Okay. And uh, shout out to Owen from Slung from a Tree. So the two of us were at the very front watching it and enjoying it. And I said this already in a previous podcast for those that missed it, but I was looking down at one stage looking for my beer and then I spotted a cowbell right alongside the guitar pedals. And I went to Owen and I goes, man, that's a fucking cowbell. And Owen is going, <laughs> Yeah, I wonder will they play it? And I goes, Jesus, that's that'd be brilliant if they did. Um, then Jake then was also at the front and I was shouting, going, fucking cowbell. And he goes, Yeah, it's it's coming up. The song is coming up. Man, <laughs> that was so good. Whatever song that was, when Sash picked up the cowbell, man, it was just like brought me back to like Don't Fear the Reaper, Blue Oyster Cult. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Old school classic cowbell tune. I, <laughs> yeah. We love a cowbell, like yeah, it's not a gimmick, man, because it works so well with whatever song it is. What's the song? The Alchemist. The Alchemist class. Okay. I think I sent you that one, if I'm not mistaken, maybe. But... No, you didn't actually. You sent me Premonitions, oh. Ancient Corner, and Dusk Amadeus. Oh, right. Oh, I should have sent you Do you know what? It's better you didn't, because that means now people will be looking forward to it even more. So now. Right. <laughs> well, we have a fun fact about that. Uh, cowbell it used to belong to the Proclaimers <laughs> no are you serious I because uh, we used to practice in a the space sunshine and lead by yeah <laughs> we used to use a practice space that they owned right and they left oh. that behind them is it or something and they had like a storage room and the guy was like oh yeah that's like all that their old gear and stuff and then, uh, yeah, we like took their cowbells. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. I love it. I remember um, you hung around as well for most of the other bands that night. I think you were probably waiting for Elder Jude, like most of us anyway. Can you remember the other bands that played Mulder Bear and... Yeah, Mulder Bear were so really man. good. I think I just saw Mulder, Mulder Bear and Elder Jude. Okay. Soma were, were outstanding as well. They followed G and Sky Pilot. Ah, yeah, oh, was... Sky Pilot, I remember. Yeah, they were really good. I enjoyed them. Yeah, the three piece. <laughs> yeah, they were fucking sick. <laughs> yeah. So uh, was that actually your first gig then in Belfast? Yeah, it was. And it was great. Um, yeah, like we couldn't have asked for like a bigger turnout for like the yeah, opening band. Like great. that was mad. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was yeah. really fun. I, I, I'd been to Belfast before and we'd been to Voodoo just like for drinks and stuff. Yeah. I was first time going for a gig and yeah, I like the whole metal bar vibe of it. Oh, it's, it's a great it was, setup. Like, it was really nice. Mm. Mm. It's a great setup to have that. <laughs> What's that, Ewan? They do crack and Guinness as well. Speaking uh, of. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of, yeah. And did you bring any merch with you that night or was it really just... Nah, we've never had merch, but we're hoping to get some for when we do okay. it. After. Um, okay. But yeah, Sasha's in charge of sorting that out. We don't have a manager, so <laughs> we, all, we, we do everything ourselves and we're all over the place with it. Yeah. But... The majority of bands on this basically don't have managers, you know, it's more or less embracing the underground scene. Um, can we just talk about the formation of the band, Ewan? How did, how did you all meet up? Uh, was it through college or what? Or... So it started off just me, Morris, and our old drummer, Cammy. Okay. There's a three-piece. We were just like, you know, 
trying to start a doom band and but none of us can fucking sing right uh, so we were just jamming for ages and i was like doing some screaming and stuff and at, we were really into wind hand at the time and we still are wind hand just, or wind, wind hand wind hand they're like a really amazing doom band with like these proper like witchy vocals okay and all their albums just sound like a full moon in a fart, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And we love that. Uh, so we were like, oh, we need to find like some witchy vocals. And then funnily enough, we met Sasha at a wind hand gig. Nice. It was very serendipitous. And yeah, we ended up becoming pals, met her on a night out and was like oh yeah like we're looking for some witchy vocals would you be interested <laughs> but we we were we had another girl who was like auditioning at the time and sasha was like oh well if she dies then like i'll join the band so you murdered her <laughs> yeah we sacrificed her yeah. for the band so yeah i'm fair play <laughs> where was all this taking place was this in edinburgh or glasgow it was both okay. uh it was both like yeah we were some of us were edinburgh some of us were glasgow and but we were always coming through for gigs and stuff anyway so okay fair enough and what about the name then oh i mean we fun we used to be called i'm melting oh thank god you changed that <laughs> fucking head so I, bad that's what everyone says yeah zach you wouldn't have joined the man with that fucking no, we don't fuck like that. <laughs> and then i i have nowhere we were at a practice like trying to think of names and sasha was like oh what about dusk amadeus and yeah i don't even know what it means but uh it sounded cool so yeah yeah sure like and how many songs had you wrote at that stage you and had you many or this is when Sasha joined? I think um, we had like two really long songs, Dread and uh, maybe Ancient Corners. Okay. And I was singing on them. Uh, and then once Sasha joined the band, that's when we really started getting the ball rolling with yeah. Triton. <laughs> Is Sasha, like I, I saw her, she's playing guitar on stage that time in Belfast. So is she contributing to lyrics and actual songwriting? Uh, yeah, I mean, she's been writing a couple of new riffs that we've been jamming recently that have been cool. pretty gnarly. <laughs> and yeah. she kind of has like wholesale in the lyrics, right? <laughs> Some of the lyrics are mine, um, but all the old ones, all the yeah. old ones are my lyrics. <laughs> And then, yeah, uh, we have a couple new songs with Malik's as well, but they're mostly Sasha's. And she she's only just started playing guitar as well. Oh, okay. Uh, before that, she was just singing in cowbell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Respect. And what about Morris? Is Morris um, a songwriter as well, or? Um, he wrote. The main riff for Ancient Corners, actually, which is like, yeah. mm -hmm. I know, uh, probably one of our best riffs. And I'm, I've always been a bit salty about that. But. <laughs> yeah. 
And Zach, tell me about you. Like you've definitely been in bands before, but did you say that they were non-metal or was it indie or? Yeah, like I've been playing and like I played at a couple metal bands when I was younger, okay. like a couple of years ago. But it's mostly just fucking around with friends. I never really got to that many gigs. Right. Uh, and I've been playing like a lot of like indie stuff. I did uh, my like module in college was in jazz studies, so ah, okay, respect there. Uh, I've been doing a lot more electronic stuff for like my bachelor's degree. I did like a a weird trigger thing with Ableton for drums, which was just like. I was in lockdown, so I couldn't play with a band, so I had to figure out how to play yeah. something. But then, yeah, Mackie hit me up a couple of months ago, like, oh, do you want to come play in Belfast? We'll pay for you to come out. And it'll just be for the one show, it'll be a laugh. And I was like, yeah, that sounds like a great fucking time. I'd love to do that. I haven't played metal in ages, and I like the fucking demos a lot. Yeah. And when I got out there and played the show, I had such a great time. We were all sitting afterwards at the afters, like, so you're going to join, yeah? Like, I was like, yeah, but don't tell anyone yet. I need to think about it, but I really want to join. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Zach actually insisted on in being in the band. So we're like, all right, fine. Yeah. I was just like, I hadn't had a band where I got to play as loud as I fucking wanted in ages. Yeah, well, <laughs> Every other band, they're like, oh, can you calm it down a bit? Maybe play lighter sticks. Don't fucking go off the rails and crack your cymbals. <laughs> And you guys were like, this is great, louder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was it Megan was on drums? She left. You had a few past members, had she? Yeah, I, we've decided that like we're a bit of a, we're one of those bands <laughs> where our drummers just like spontaneously combust. Ah, know? okay. Spinal tap type thing. Yeah. Uh, well, Zach, good. you know, it was nice knowing you anyway, man. You know, fair play <laughs> to you. Thanks for coming on the show. <laughs> Real pleasure, yeah. I'll see we you next. We'll dedicate this episode to your memory, man. <laughs> <laughs> you and um, what's your influences? Was it always Doom? Can you maybe give us an insight on, on kind of where you're pulling those songs from and maybe the lyrics initially for the band? Like? So, in the early days, um, we were writing a lot. I had like just discovered the Egyptian scale. <laughs> <laughs> So I was okay. pure racing that, and we're listening to a lot of Om. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. And our, that we've just come from a practice today, and <laughs> it's very Om. We're still, we love that kind of like, I don't know, meditative uh, own repetition, kind of repetition shit. stuff. So yeah. we're still still writing a lot of stuff like that. But um, I used to be in a post-punk band before dusk as well so i don't know if that really feeds into it but mm. I, I just like a lot of de delay pedals and reverb pedals and stuff as well and a bit yeah. of shoegaze as well yeah you can hear that as well coming through your music so what we'll do is we're, we're going to give people a, a feel of what you sound like this song is premonitions and we'll just play a clip of it there and uh, we'll talk about it then afterwards
there you go. Listening to the three tracks when I saw you live that night, I was just, it was just who the fuck does, especially Sasha singing. So I, I got it with Mazzy Star all day long. Um, for those that don't know Mazzy Star, check them out. They're a brilliant indie band. They're not a doom band. And then Monolord for me as well. There's there's an influence there coming through. And I, Stone Jesus, I just threw in there as well to mix. They're the three bands for me. And they're good bands, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, we get, Sasha gets the Mazzy Star yeah. comparison all the time. <laughs> Yeah. I think one of our best comparisons that we ever got was at uh, a practice and the owner of the practice space was like, oh yeah, you're like a cross bet- between Jefferson Airplane and Sleep. Wow, <laughs> that's impressive, man. And I was like, I'll take, I'll, yeah, we'll take that for sure. You can, you can write that down on your resume. <laughs> uh, what about Monolord, fans of them? Yeah, for sure, definitely. Yeah. Um I'm yeah, uh, Empress Rising, just that riff. Yeah. I'm kind of obsessed with that riff, like with the phaser pedal. Like, I, I don't even have a phaser pedal, but I'm gonna get one purely because of that song. Like, just oh, it's so good. Once you get the pedal, there'll be four songs exactly the same thing, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Touring. You've got a few um, gigs behind your backs now at this stage. And what's uh, 2023 looking like for um, Dos Gamadeus? Well, we're hoping to get the album out as soon as possible. We don't have an exact date yet. We're kind of going to plan the tour first around the time when we release the album. We're hope- we're looking at maybe March or okay. like early, like late spring, early summer kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. And what do you think would be the obstacles in relation to you as a band for touring the UK? Have you got a designated driver, for example, move gear around? Uh, so Morris has a van okay. and then I have like a really small car. Okay. It's like a pure clown car when we take it, <laughs> when we take it to practice. You've got seats in the back and I'm literally sitting in the other day with my knees like up to my chin. Like, how <laughs> do you actually fit people in here? Yeah, it's a proper clown car, but I reckon if we both take our cars and then that should work out fine. Okay. The main thing is that one of you can drive and the fact that two of you can, that's, that's excellent. Like, um, it's going to be Tetris, obviously, in the van with Zach's drum kit, etc. Oh, yeah. I, I'm I just sure hope it doesn't get stolen again. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, our, Morris's last van got stolen. And it's very on brand, but someone stole his van and then took it on a joyride to a graveyard. <laughs> And then and then lit it on fire. Uh, fuck's sake. I know. And it's like annoying how like cool that is. <laughs> yeah. you know? Was his gear in it as well? Like he's Thankfully equipment? not. Thankfully okay. there's there's just like some old like there's loads of uh, Polaroid photos and stuff on the wall that burnt, just, but... memories. <laughs> just, just memories. Just oh, memories. Like you self manage yourselves. So who's looking after the bookings there? Have you um, a little network set up with bands that you've played with already? Maybe that might help you get to other I, regions. Well, uh, and for We're thinking like 
Glasgow, Edinburgh, we can like easily play there. Okay. And then we've maybe Dundee. Uh, and then I think we'd like to come to Ireland after that. Yep, I can help you with that, hopefully. That would be amazing yeah. for sure. Ireland was so much fun. Like going there again would be great. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And uh, what about England? Have you uh, any connections down towards Liverpool? It's traditionally London. There is. Um, I have a couple pals from like random places. I know a, a band. I don't know if they're still going. They're called Squig. Right. And they're from Brighton and they're kind of doomy. Mm. So we can maybe see if they're still going to play with them. But uh, I'm sure we could source up on that. What you're saying, anyway, Ewan, is it's going to be mainly Scotland initially. There's um, Finbar as well from Below the Neck and he runs gigs as well. He's had oh. um, uh, friends of ours worn out. They played. Maybe London. I don't know. A lot of our friends are going down to London like oh yeah like, if you're doing it too you have to do London but we're not really like in a massive rush to yeah. go down to London unless it's a show that's like worth it you know yeah of course you said yourself there there's there's obviously costs involved in everything with gigs etc and what about funding the album and I suppose the merch as well have you done your drums yet Zach? Uh, actually, so for the album, Meg already recorded all of her drums. Okay, fair enough then. Right. Shout out to her because I basically let to learn all of her parts and some of them were a bit fucking like, what the fuck, <laughs> what's going on here? <laughs> mad. Yeah. Uh, so I had a lot of fun going over that with her, but yeah, she's on all the tracks for the album. Okay. So she'll be uh, And then Cammy, the drummer before Megan, he's on Alchemist and Ancient Corners. And then okay. the rest are Megan. Okay. How do you balance... For example, the recording costs, is it true gigs or how do you get the money up for that? Uh, yeah, pretty much gigs. And then just, we also have like chipping for studio time. We record at Green Door and it's all analog. It's the only... Ah, class, man. It's the only analog studio in Scotland that I'm aware of. Uh, and it's Ronan Fay who like produces us. Right, Shout okay. out to Bonin from Green Door. Yeah. And their space is amazing. Their reverb is just like a big tube. Oh, big tube reverb. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's old school. Wow. It's just all on tape. And yeah, it's great. So we try to avoid recording digital as much as possible. Mm. Just because um, it's f funner. And also, we quite like the limitation of it as well, recording al analog. It encourages you to, to get weird, like. to get the songs like sounding yeah. as good as you can possibly live. Yeah. And then, yeah. Acid Age from Belfast did that as well, but I don't know, was it with Ronan? Um, I'm not sure where it was. But I, know they did. <clears throat> I know they went analog. So. Uh, and you did the artwork for Rot. Yeah, I was. I've got the pit in here. It's amazing. That's that's it there. <laughs> yeah, that is amazing, man. And um, Danielle, that's how he first came into my spectrum. Was Danielle, who does the Sunday worship playlist on the Metal Cell? She she came across you, put you on the playlist. 
like I was really, really impressed with it. She gave you a shout out as well for the best artwork. I don't know. Did you hear that? No, I didn't hear that. Who said yeah. that? Danielle. So we have the Metal Cell forums. It's a once a month uh, show where there's myself, Danielle, Evan from Worn Out and Joe from Gamma Bomb. We come on and we review singles and then we talk about a topic. It's once a month. And at the end of the year, we do awards uh, for best best album, best EP and stuff. And ultimately, it's my decision on the night. And then the others t- tell me about their favorite stuff. And Danielle gave you her favorite album cover of the year, which was uh, you. Danielle, I appreciate yeah. it. Thank you. That's very nice to hear. Yeah, it's a great, great fucking cover, man. Really, Thank really you. impressive. Are you trained up in that? Did you do it in college or is it just natural? Uh, I studied illustration as, and I, I'm a tattoo artist as well. So okay. I don't always do like big paintings. Usually when I paint, it's for more personal stuff. Right. I like music as well, I guess. So I've done a painting for the album cover as well, which I'm excited to cool. share with everyone. Uh, it's like, that saves you money, like it literally does. It's another cost that you don't have to be paying out. Yeah, it saves money and it's also pretty good as well. Like, yeah, you save money and do a shit job, but I'm glad it's you doing the album artwork and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna play another song. I'm gonna get through three songs um, before this podcast ends. This is Ancient Corner. I was just thinking as well, you and wouldn't it be nice to have your artwork on T-shirts, man? So that's the plan. Yeah. Uh, you know, I have a bunch of um, like illustrations and stuff kicking about the flat. Yeah. That we could use, or I could make something new specifically for merch. It does take a lot out of me, though, and you know i write all the songs and like manage the band as well so uh, we are open to getting other artists as well but um for the single and for the the album like Mm. it's like needed to do these paintings you know it's like i think the fact that you're in the uk anyway there's so many talented print shops around as well man you have your pick 
Um, I, I did a run of merch there, priced around everywhere. In the end, I went with Pins and Knuckles in the UK. Um, oh. I don't know where they are. They might be London-based. I could be wrong, or Manchester, one or two. Then I got them to send it over to my mate Joe in Gamma Bomb. So I didn't get hit with customs and fucking duty tax and all that shit. Like, so. Yeah, I'm not very like wise on the whole business side of um, getting t-shirts printed and stuff. But I do quite like the idea of um, embroidery as well. Mm. If it's, I don't know how expensive that would be or whatever, but some embroidered t-shirts would be really nice. You could always uh, go back and ask like Robbie from Stretch Bros. True. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We have a mate who has like started his own t-shirt printing company in Edinburgh. No, where is it? It's out in uh, Linlithgow. Linlithgow. Yeah. And he does a bunch of merch for bands. So we'll Ah, definitely go, man. There you go. Shout out Stretch Bros. If you're looking for merch. Cool. Stretch Bros. Yeah, he's class. Yeah. Excellent stuff. What's your favorite place to listen to music, lads? There's one to throw you off track. Favorite place to listen oh. to music. You go first. I'd have to say I got a pretty good system at my flat, and I've uh, soundproofed underneath my platform bed for like sitting in to get like a surround. <laughs> just sort of completely like muscle in and just listen to tunes. Yeah, uh, that's a really good spot. But there's also like um, uh, a monitors like shop in Leaf near where I live that I went okay. to recently. And they have like a little back room for like going through vinyls and like albums you want with like a full surround sound system that is just oh, immaculate. And the guy sweet. talking to the guy about it, he's like, oh, the whole setup with like the preamps and everything's like 50 grand. And ah. he's like, let me work here just so I can sit in here and play my favorite albums. And it's like, oh, it's just a holy place. <laughs> Class, man. You can't beat that, you and surely. Yeah. I, I, like this is I'm just being honest right now. Like I love listening to music like um while having sex. <laughs> <laughs> I can't picture <laughs> Zach, you've just been beaten there. <laughs> this shows a lot of my sex life now. <laughs> no, no, like it's especially do music. Like if we're being honest, like Yeah, we're being honest here, man. Like, uh, you know the song Dope Smoker by Sleep? Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. That's like one of the best songs ever to have sex to. Okay, class. Yeah. And any of the Windhand albums as well. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And here I was thinking that your favorite place to listen to music would be in your little shitty clown car. <laughs> <laughs> your clown car does have a nice uh, it's got distorted the... feel to it. Like. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's definitely. <laughs> extra distortion <laughs> and what would be your favourite soundtrack lads do you watch much movies and stuff House of a Thousand Corpses by far like we, the Rob Zombie shit I love today ah, yeah absolutely <laughs> man I mean Zach kind of bonded over that for sure yeah yeah I watch a lot of 70s horror movies yeah um, and it's not so the music's not very heavy but uh there's this one movie that I've watched recently called Vampiros Lesbos. <laughs> I've actually seen that years it's, ago. Years how ago. Good, how good is the soundtrack? <laughs> yes, I don't know. I can't remember the soundtrack, but uh, yeah, it's a cult classic. Like, yeah, I discovered the soundtrack first. Okay, and then I watched the film. Right. 
but the soundtrack's amazing. It's just like pure weird jazz with like there's like harps and like organ and stuff like that. I love all that seventies. Uh, like, yeah, there's of plenty stuff. of stuff out there like that. Yeah, House of Hammer, wasn't it? They're all the old old school horrors. Uh, anything with Christopher Lee in it, I'm all there. Remember. You go, man. Yeah, and the Wicker Man soundtrack as well. Yeah, yeah, but um, I, I'd that's like a dream job of mine is to do the soundtrack to a horror film. That would be so cool. Just with oh. like you know, like someone getting like sacrificed <laughs> in the woods with like a slow, like heavy riff over it. Like, <laughs> why don't you record a video in the woods with your own music in the background? It's possible. And then it's you got possible. three drummers, right? Just film sacrifice and then we'll put yeah. it up. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll record a snuff film of us murdering <laughs> Zach. That sounds good, man. There's one there, um, which is a great example of um, a band that did a fantastic song. And the video is outstanding as well, is uh, Elder Druid, the video to Golgotha. Have oh, you seen that? that? No? I love Golgotha. It's like one of my favorite tunes of them. Golgotha? No, I don't know if I have. No. Yeah. So the, the video for the single Golgotha by Elder Drew, check it out. I'll need to talk about it for sure. You'll recognize it. It's got a very iconic like beat to it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was Kerry, actually, that did the video to it. Um, she is Andy Clark from The Crawlins Better Half. So shout out to Kerry. Um, since we're on about horror movies and soundtracks, would you ever think of doing maybe intro music for Dusk Amadeus? What would it be? Would it be an actual clip from a horror movie? It'd be a nice way to come on stage with like smoke and a particular uh, intro. So we're playing a gig on Sunday and Zach's bringing a projector. Nice. Yeah, I've uh, um, got a bunch of old like 80s horror films and chopped them up together to have like graphics on in the background. So you've got like House of a Thousand Corpses, Evil Dead, Night of the Undead, Hell Hellraiser, yeah, Hellraiser. Ah, class. Loads of like old classic eighties gory fucking films, and it's just been. I mean, I have like, a real peg out on it, and just going through them all in my like. We need off. to add some more though. <laughs> yeah, we need to get. I don't know if you've seen Lucifer Rising. Um, might have years ago again. Is that an old one? It's an old like seventies one, very esoteric. Ken uh, yeah. Anger directed it. And it's like all based on Alistair Crowley's religion, the Lima. Okay. But the imagery is really nice, just like very Egyptian and like mm. ritualistic. I think we should get that. Yeah. You know, what I'd love to get is the fucking chant in House of a Thousand Corpses. That it's like oh, the Al- yeah. Spot on, yeah, man. There's an intro. Yeah, that's a fucking that's a good one to come out to because it's yeah. like really spooky and doomy like <laughs> i don't remember that what scene is that it's when they're like burying them out in the back and they're in their rabbit costumes and uh, they're like lowering them into like a pit full of like zombies and shit i think it's like it's like one of his poems like and he's reciting it and he's like pitched it down and slowed it down to like half the speed so it's like really fucking evil yeah that's class yeah that'd be a good one we'll need to go on that oh, like a bit of scooby-doo as well yeah a bit of scooby-doo never hurt <laughs> See, the thing is, like, you can't get any of these films now anymore with the likes of those on Netflix or any of that shit. They have loads of them on DVD. I can go back and get videos as well and show them to you, you know. But, uh, the good thing I go through is, like, charity shops. They've always got loads of fucking old horror films that no one's ever seen before. Yeah. Or, yeah, you go through there. Or if, I think there's that one called Shudder, which is, like, a exclusively horror streaming service, which is quite good. <laughs> I use f F-Share TV has a lot of old horror films. Have they really? Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh. I recommend F Share TV if you're looking for like good like seventies. Yeah. You can get other ones on YouTube as well, full movies on YouTube. Uh, yeah. usually it's the really old ones like nineteen yeah. forties or and something. Cannibals and stuff like that. Rapids, Cannibal yeah. Holocaust and shit like that. Yeah. I'm I'm too scared to watch that. I've still not seen that. Haven't you really, no? No. <laughs> so we'll say you're releasing well you did release rot are you going to look at because we had a discussion on the forums about Bandcamp. so are you going to use the Bandcamp uh format or are you going to use i know you're, you're actually using spotify at the moment but what about for your release and stuff do you think you'll go Bandcamp with it or it might be better for uh, like merch and like selling cds and vinyl and stuff yeah, yeah we can maybe a little exclusive piece here and there for Bandcamp. Yeah. It's always nice to have something up there that's like slightly different. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, like we haven't really thought about that, but potentially, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Do you want to give a few band shout outs as well? What are you listening to at the moment? I know you're going to be playing a date this Sunday, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so in Glasgow, there's not like a massive doom scene but the rhubarb are really good and a goth girlfriend they're two really good um kind of doomy glasgow bands and uh black coven as well but apart from that a lot of this stuff in glasgow is more like punky kind of traditionally always has been really hasn't it yeah we got some good stuff in Edinburgh. It's not really so doomy, but we got a shout out for disposable, dog tired. Ah, my man! Now we're talking. Yeah, fucking class. <laughs> There's some real classics in there, like disposable. I think they started putting out the first of their like three music videos that they're doing like each week. Like the first one came out just the weekend past. Yeah, and it's been great, man. And like I fucking love their shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dog tired or just unreal. They're just fucking oh, dog oh, yeah. tired. Dog tired, yeah, they're fucking Dog great. Tired. I've not heard. They're of out it. from like Pennycook Waste, which is like near where the village that I fucking grew up in. <laughs> I started going to Edinburgh to like play shows and stuff, and I was like, oh, "Who's this fucking class metal band?" I was like, "Oh, they're from like the village over from me. What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, when they said what Pennycook, what's it called? Pennycook is it? Pennycook, yeah. Pennycook, yeah. <laughs> they were describing that before. It's a tiny fucking village, isn't it? It's literally like the fucking only place that's only <laughs> slightly big enough to have a high school and all the other villages from roundabout come in there for like, you know, their fucking big shop and shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Class, man. Yeah. So we're going to play the title, uh, the title uh, track. Yeah. And is it the title of the album as well? Dos Camadeus, no? Uh, yeah. So I personally wanted this to be the first track on the album because then it would be like Dos Camadeus by Dos Camadeus. Yeah, on Dusk Avenues, which is like what Black Sabbath did on their first album, but everyone else was like, "No, that's not an opener. That's not an opener." So okay. I got outvoted on it. But it's <laughs> okay, band dynamics, you and fuck's sake. Okay, we'll give it a listen here.
Cool, lads. That's a fucking brilliant track. Does that finish the album? Or is there another? Yeah, that's gonna close I think so, yeah. I think that's okay. the plan. Class. Okay, lads. Um, big shout out to Sasha and Morris who aren't here tonight. They're at a gig, did you say, is it? They're seeing Black Flag tonight. So what an excuse to miss a podcast, huh? <laughs> fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Roughly, you and do you think the release will be out for the summer, like we're saying May, June? Do you think it'll be out by then? Definitely, yeah. Class. I would like okay. Is so. everything's done? We just need to organize a kind of a, a tour around it. But yeah, the album's done. The al- the artwork's done. We just need to kind of more like promotional stuff. Mm. Yeah. Get the press shot. Oh, we done the press shots the other day, actually. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, hopefully we get it out soon. And we'll, yeah, when we do the tour, we're gonna have CDs of it as well. So definitely gonna be buying a CD, man. Keep one aside for me. We'll do, mate. We'll do. Okay. And uh, we would do vinyl. We're gonna look into it, but don't yeah. know if we. Can. It's it's bridge, it stay away from the vinyl route, man. It's a bridge too far at the moment. Try for make a promise. Make a promise to me, you'll do it for the second album. How about that? Have you got a cassette player? Because we're thinking cassettes. Yeah, I have a, I have a cassette player, I have video players, I have everything. <laughs> Kiss the world ends tomorrow. Like I have all my old fucking school shit that will never be uh, flogged or never be moved on. Still staying in the house with me, like. <laughs> <laughs> So that's it, lads. Um, I really appreciate coming on the show. I, I'm, and I'm absolutely delighted to say I saw you live. I'm glad you enjoyed that. I hope it was the, worth the four-hour car journey up. Oh, yeah. I'm heading back up there now um, in a week's time to see Nomadus again in Belfast. It's an album launch, so, yeah. Glutton for punishment. That's that Voodoo? That's, um, a, that's a Voodoo as well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out Voodoo. If we're going to... What we probably will play Belfast for the tour, so like probably Voodoo, yeah, for sure. That's good, man. Um, I'd love to say that I'll be there, so fingers crossed, and that will work out for me and works out with my work schedule and all that shit, you know. So it'd be lovely to meet up with G again and have a few points, lads. Sounds great, mate. Great, yeah. I'm up for it. Let's yeah, so, so listen, lads, uh, Ewan and Zach from Dusk Amadeus, thanks for coming on the show, and crucially. Sports local metal scene. <laughs> of course, mate. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Cheers, right. lads. Take it easy. <laughs>